Hi guys, I'm a guy. He's she's dating. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely. I saw that right away. But I think we should talk about what makes a woman strong and independent. Because mm-hmm. there are lots of people out there who has um, different ways to identify or to define a strong and independent woman. So what really is a strong and independent woman though? Yeah, I guess... Is it financial thing? Or is it a... Right. It's like... Okay, so we need to set the standards for what a strong independent woman is. Yeah, before we enter I feel into like it's, that. I feel yeah. like it's different for everyone because everyone has a different background. So in my context, I, I am first born in, in a Filipino family, in an Asian mm-hmm. family. And... Um, I was raised by a single mother. My dad had another family. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, I had to be strong and independent at a very early age because I didn't have my parents. So I guess in my context, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have any inheritance or like I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I think that for me, in my context, and probably for a lot of people who are in the same boat as me, being strong and independent means being resilient through any adversity. Okay. And being able to stand on your own two feet and not have to rely on anyone else. Because you're kind of like, when you're, when you're in that position, maybe not just in that position, and a lot of times, they're... There will be, you know, times when you're the one that people rely on. So, for example, my mom relied on me a lot because I was the eldest. And that that's a really big responsibility. Yeah. Like, there was actually a point in history where strong, independent women were frowned upon. Mm-hmm. But now, it's something that you can actually be proud of. Because it's not easy to be that. Because most women, by nature, are submissive. And I would disagree with that. But, yeah, generally. Yeah, and my and the people I've known. Yeah. And um, usually, okay, again, from the people I've known, it's very easy for women to find shelter, support, and a place to live. Even finances, you know, um, from men, really um, strong, powerful, and um, bossy men. And the problem there is when men just let them go or when they get into an argument and they end things, these women wouldn't stay single for long, right? Mm. They would seek shelter right away to another one so they're like being swept to and fro from one to another to another to another and i'm not just talking financially here because there's women there are women who are financially stable Mm. but Mm. they still can't stay single for long because they felt that they have to be with someone 
so that their mindset, their peace of mind is preserved, mm. you know? And I think a strong independent woman is, is more than just about having money, mm. but having that that grit, having that sense of independence, even if um, no one is out there to take care of you, no one is out there caring for you, but you still are able to hold on your own, you know? And that's very admirable. That's very, very, very admirable. Mm. So your transition, how's it going? Okay, so I don't think people know exactly what you're talking about, right? <laughs> but to add to that, um, I totally agree with that. You know, it's not just about money, like being strong and independent. It's not just about money. Because there are a lot of celebrities who get into like toxic relationships with guys. Mm. And like, yeah, they're financially good, but emotionally they're not as strong. And independent. And independent, you know, like they always kind of like need to depend on somebody else for them to feel good happy yeah mm. and i feel like right now because we're dating it's kind of like hey lost my train of thought there but where were we yeah we're at um people being good financially, but they really don't, like, they're not strong emotionally. emotionally. Yeah. And you feel like... Yeah. Hey, stop putting words <laughs> in my mouth, <laughs> Just man. continuing what you said earlier. Shush. Okay, so... I feel like that's still... Like, yeah, like, you may have the money, but in terms of, like, inner strength of being able to hold your own and maybe um, own your voice and not just blindly follow what somebody else wants for you. Seeking validation. Yeah. Seeking appreciation, seeking approval all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, girls seek those on and on, even if they have all the money. Yeah. They still don't feel enough. I feel like I feel like it's like a woman's nature too. Like like for example, the reason why a lot of women leave the corporate world before they like hit it really big is because a lot of them realize that it's more fulfilling to actually care for a household and be a mom than like climb to the top of the ladder in a corporate world. Yeah, I noticed that. It's so easy for some women to just abandon their dreams for a guy. Literally. Like, they would abandon their hopes and dreams when they find someone who's aka worth it in their, um, for them. So. I don't think it's them abandoning their hopes and dreams, but I think it's, I feel like you're lacking context there. Because, like, for example, if somebody becomes a mom, you know, they're not going to go after their dream to be like a stripper in L.A. or like be yeah. a, a millionaire or like, you know, be a, the most famous whatever. Like, they're not going to go ahead and just abandon that. That's very irresponsible. And that goes against, you know, 
the nurturer um, mm. in a lot of women. And I feel like it's not really just abandoning their dreams, although a lot of people have done that. Yeah. Traditionally, um, older people okay. and some younger people. Okay, okay. But it's not, it's not, I don't feel like it's abandoning. It's more like, okay, shit, I'm pregnant. I have a family to take care of. And this is my priority for now. It's really all about like, okay, for now, this is my priority. No, but there are women uh, when they find a guy that they're totally head over heels for, totally in love. And um, the guy would ask them to, hey, um, I'm going to be moving someplace else. Um, if you're still working or whatever you're doing, if you don't come with me or whatever, like we might never see each other again. Um, some women would actually just drop everything and just go with that guy. You know, that was what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the, a lot of times, I know somebody's like that. A lot of times, it's because you know their dream is to be a good wife. Their dream is to have a good family, and maybe the life that that guy is offering is a I lot guess. better than the one they have. Like for example, like I know, I know this, mm. I know this couple. Or their dream were replaced by a different dream, maybe. Maybe they realized they had a different dream and it was to much be a wife. better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for example, yeah. because for women, it's really, like, a lot of women find fulfillment in taking care of someone, taking care of the kids. You know, that there's a reason why a lot of people are in love with motherhood. Like, just a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons why. And I feel like it's kind of unfair to say that they've a lot of them has abandoned their dreams. Because a lot of them also find what, what dream they never really even thought they had in that process so i think it's really about like a journey of evolving and growing and yeah you know like like you told me before when you're taking care of kids it's not like oh my god i'm growing yeah yeah yeah. it's not like that you know it's like boring it gets repetitive routinary tiring all those things it kind of like sap um the excitement out of somebody who used to be independent but now they have like responsibilities yeah um because your progress for yourself you have to put that on pause because you're nurturing the progress of the little ones yeah you know yeah and um at first you're doing it because it's cute it's fun and it's our responsibility but then when all the cute and fun is over when the poops come in and when the repetition gets to your head um, you start realizing that, oh, wait, I'm not growing anymore. I'm not doing progress for myself anymore. And I'm giving up a huge chunk of my years for these things. Yeah. A lot of people find that worth it, though. Yeah, there are some. Yeah, yeah. there are some. But some actually gets depressed. Yeah. But there's this called baby blue syndrome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because like mothers just jump off the roof. Oh damn! After pregnancy, I feel like I feel like it's because, um, I don't know why. Like after, right after pregnancy, probably not. But because like, <laughs> when you have such a strong sense of self, and like it, it depends, right? It depends on the person. It depends on the mom. But when you have like such a strong sense of self, and you feel like you lose that, you know, that's why when COVID hit, a lot of athletes felt depressed. Yeah. Because who they once were is not something that they 
could express right now because it's, it's you know okay. restrictions. Let's circle things. back to the 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 the, the actual um, um, topic here, which is the transition from a very independent um, persona or you into into dating. Do you really see it as something that you're surrendering the strong and independent um, you or just so a change is happening? Yeah, change is happening. It's not like surrendering who I am completely. I mean, I still do my yoga. I still yeah. write in the morning. I still have my healthy smoothies. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I still like to look good every day. Still like you still love doing business and everything. Yeah, I still like all of that is still running. I still like good sex. Still yeah, me. awesome sex. Yeah. Okay. Um it, it's just like right now I feel like I am transitioning because of the changes that I've had like financially and the things that I've had to let go of because they stopped feeling right for me. And like not everybody obviously has the luxury to just like abandon like the things that make them money. Because it no longer feels right for them. I'm very lucky to be at this place where I could actually lean on you and just like restart and not have to worry about responsibilities. And I feel like I'm going to afford again. <laughs> yeah, but if I'm going to put myself in your shoes, well, let's say the table sources, I want to try to to sympathize or empathize. I'm going to try to empathize what you're feeling here. Okay. Hmm, if that was me, I wonder how I feel. Okay, for let's example, say. If, if you had to crash with your friend because your company went... No, 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 no. Let's put it in our context. Let's say you have to crash on you on your place. Let's yeah. say. Um, it would be probably one of the most humbling thing I do. Mm. All right? Because um, seeing you for the first time, um, of course, I want to make an impression. And we did make awesome impressions that wasn't to awesome. each other. <laughs> and, oh yeah, I guess for you, what for me? Okay. And um, sometimes you want to keep that, that, that otherness. We want to keep that level of, um, of, of awesomeness, you know, the way you see me. I want to keep that, that, high status high horse look that you give me but to surrender and to live with you actually meant i have to step down from that high horse and jump on your horse mm. right and yeah that's so <laughs> awesome right there where's my mask <laughs> okay guys okay I'm not, I'm not gonna let that stop me Okay. I guess I'm muffled. So, um, yeah, for context, you guys, I just farted right, because yeah. I ate too much cheese that I've never eaten before, and boom, there yeah, you go. Things that come with it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> where the hell is that? So, for you to do what you do, which is to enter dating, um, no longer just you on your own, relying on yourself, but relying on each other. Um, is is a whole new world of experience if I were to do that. Yeah. Like, it would be... It would probably be, like... Because it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing. It's a big thing. You have to have complete trust. You mm. have to have complete comfort. You have to have... 
some level of compatibility, understanding, expectations, and to um to move forward with that, to go through with that, is something that you should not take lightly to everyone there who is still strong and independent and wants to enter dating and have decided to maybe live together. But if I were in your place and I, I, I started feeling compassion and affection to the opposite gender, I'd probably do the same thing. Mm. I probably would. Because it's like the best opportunity to get to really know the person, you know? Yeah. You get to really see him where he is. Because it's one thing to see him during travel trips and dates, but yeah. it's another, it's another thing to see him from where he's really staying. Yeah. You know, but it's also important to set boundaries that if shit hits the fan, I'm out. You know, it's important to understand that the exit is just there. Yeah. And you're not, we're not for, we're not, the both of us aren't like forced to, to live with each other. Uh, it was a decision made of our own free will. And it's a safe and healthy space for the both of us to know and to grow and to learn from each other. Along with other benefits like smelling each other's farts. <laughs> for yeah. context, for context, I just farted and he literally just put on a face mask yeah. because I farted. So basically, because, you know, when I was dating, it wasn't this big of a step because it was just like, I like swiping left, right on Tinder and like, you know, seeing them and them knowing that I'm kind of like more successful than them or so it seems. It's like the most common reaction you get from them. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It's like, like what words do you hear over and over again? Oh, you're so young. You're so young. And you already like achieved a lot of things and then when you hear that you like eye roll and like here we go no i don't i don't i don't roll my eyes i'm just like i know that like on if i'm being honest that's not somebody that i would want to be in a long-term relationship with just because Mm. um guys they're you're the first priority on the battles hierarchy of needs is safety right Mm. how can you focus on another person like how can you focus on a relationship when you're still building yourself, you know, and it's more important for guys because guys are providers and society made it so. And leaders. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, um, yeah, sure. We'll make out, but you know, <laughs> I'm not expecting you to be my boyfriend, like totally cool. It's not like, so I definitely still felt power there. I'm like, I'm the one in power, you know, I'm the one any control. And that doesn't turn you on when you're the one power in control? It depends. Cause I used depends to, on the scenario. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I used to like guys who were definitely like way ahead of me. And definitely like way, 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 way more successful. And uh, I don't know, like it just like it was definitely like a different thing. I felt like I um, was still my independent self it, during that phase where I was just like swiping left, right on Tinder mm-hmm. and making out with people in their cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot, but like a very, very like, yeah, like, select few. Not a lot of cute guys, fortunately. <laughs> cute and smart and funny. Okay, you hear that, guys? I'm yeah. cute and smart and funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like um it's 
like the timing of like the stars just kind of aligned there because like when you hit me up when you hit me up um i i don't know what came over me i just like it was really just funny when you messaged me and i just felt like you were flirting with me like there was something about the energy of that message that just creamed i'm flirting with you and that's why i responded like hey are you hitting me up because i'm attractive or because you want to partner up? yeah that came off as kind of boastful <laughs> because i felt it i felt you were flirting with me yeah all right I think they should know the message I sent you, though. Yeah. So I told her, so um, I was looking for a guest for my talk show. And then one of my employees told me, hey, let's invite Angela. And I said, who's she? And then she, this guy gave me your, your profile and said, oh, interesting. All right. So um, as any professional CEO would do, I sent you a very decent, professional, behaved message. Mm. And that message was... Um, hey, I know lots of guys have probably messaged you, so I'll just go weird and say, I got kicked out of a hospital because I told the COVID patients to stay positive. <laughs> and then I didn't actually thought that would work, but then she responded and she said, are you hitting up on me? And then um, I didn't want it to come off too obvious, so I decided to go with the business approach angle. And that when that was the start of um, our conversation. Anyways, like okay, so it evolved from like just flirting to um, something that I don't think we expected it to evolve to. Like, like oh my god, she just told me after that date. Like I was, she, she actually thought in her head that I'm like it's over with this guy. She just told me earlier. Like, what made you think that like it's over with this guy because you were so clingy you were like you needed my validation so much it was such a turn off all right all right i'll give you that but i was also 100 percent honest yeah, in the honest. last day and that's why i that's why i give you a chance chance you were honest oh you gave me a chance did you yeah yeah so like okay yeah. so um where were we again so it evolved from just flirting to um oh yeah something yeah. something more yeah and now it's like this is my first time i'm gonna move in with a guy or i've even considered you know moving in with someone and it makes it okay so this is the real meat of the topic okay so now uh, i've had fears of kind of like losing myself because i've never really lived with anyone who's not family I also had fears of not being a careless, um, cr- fun, crazy, um, gaming, don't give a fuck with my money guy anymore. Like, I can just stay out all night living an unhealthy life. Like, I was kind of afraid of letting go of that side of me. Mm. Because living with someone, guys, no matter how many times you just tell each other, it's okay, you can do whatever you want. That's technically a lie because you can't do everything you want anymore. You have to consider that someone is living with you. There are boundaries. There are um, safe words. Safe words. <laughs> there are limits now to what you can and can't do, especially when you're living with a girl who, who you're dating, right? 
And so it's a big thing. Yeah. Where were we again? That I, you have your fears. I have my fears of like, mm. does this mean that I'm not like independent anymore? Does it mean I'm not this strong? Oh, so the, those are your fears for that? Yeah, like, does it mean oh. I'm not strong anymore? Like, what does it say about me? Like, does this mean I'm not strong? I'm yeah, because the common, the common belief a lot of people is when a girl moves in with a guy, is they, they've been kicked out of their family's place or, um, she doesn't have her shit together. That's the common belief. But believe it or not, guys, I was the one who asked her to stay with me. Right? I was the one. But it's not just that. It's yeah. like, it's like if uh, if I, because this is the first time that I've complete. I'm tr- tr- at least trying to like trust somebody because like you know my dad. As much as I love him, if you're listening, dad, <laughs> I love you. Love you too, daddy. <laughs> But I wasn't really able to like rely on him a hundred percent because you know I understand he has a he has a business he has another family he's he's taking care for a lot of people he's a lot of employees and I totally understand that you know I understood that when I got into business and I had to take care of people I didn't have time to call my family every every weekend well I did but I forgot um, so I understand him more now but. I've, I don't think I've ever really, like, you know, like, kind of, like, trusted or tried to trust this much because I've always come from that mindset of I'm going to build myself so much. I'm not going to have to yeah. rely on somebody else or accept or need help, yeah. like, that kind of help. You do know that they're going to probably be listening to this one, right? My parents? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So, um, how do you think they react? <laughs> <laughs> they know I'm independent. Awesome. They know. They know it. They can't do anything about it. They're not paying for my bills. You yeah, that's know? that's one thing I learned. I learned about Angela, like she's not the typical, the typical follower of Filipino traditions, uh, and that's one thing that amazed me. Cause oh yeah, that's a whole other topic anyway. All right, so um, living together, fierce. All of that shit. How did we manage it? How did we? No, let's let's it? stay on let's stay on that. I feel like um, I need kind of needed to let that go and not be restrained by the strong, independent woman like bravado or like identity because I put my self worth on how strong and independent I was. I like, still see you as that person, though. Yeah, we still haven't moved in. <laughs> Got that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Your you really think that you're no longer strong and independent because you're no, it's not that I don't think I'm strong and independent. It's that the fear of like because I got attached to that identity because I had to be that person for such so a long time. So do you have to let go of that identity when we move in together? I think it's more like accepting, um, for example, that you're gonna be paying for the bills. That you know I. Wow, you're really honest, huh? Yeah. That I'm going to be taking a time out and restarting. (laughs) Because when I was in that situation before, I never really truly, truly felt safe. Right? Like, yeah, my dad would pay for food, for bills and whatever. But I never really fully trusted that. It's kind of like, okay, you're paying for my bills right now, but I'm still going to build myself so I can get the fuck out of here. It's like that. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I guess I had so much pride, but also, like, so much miss mistrust okay i see yeah so it's fucking scary because like 
the point of me actually being independent was so that I wouldn't have to rely on somebody so that I wouldn't have to ask them for help or come back to them and say oh shit like I have kind of have to start over right now as a guy I actually feel nice being relied on because as men if we don't demonstrate our ability to provide to give pleasure like there are girls who really don't want to have sex mm. but that actually damaging for a guy because a guy wants to know that they're pleasuring their woman in bed like it's a built-in thing if we're not able to do that we lose our identity as providers pleasurers there's such a thing and so for you it's like giving up something because you're relying on me but for me it's like um a normal thing finally i'm back to being a provider again finally i'm back to be the guy who gives pleasure again <laughs> finally i'm back to being a guy who is being relied on and i don't see that as something that and i don't see you any different at all so yeah it's kind of yeah. like that strong independent woman thing was an armor and i built that and now so that i i feel like this is what's happening so that i could evolve into that next version of myself i need to stop hanging on to that because otherwise i wouldn't grow like for example yeah. and the maslow's hierarchy of needs like safety blah 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 it's on the it's on the bottom right and that mm-hmm. armor saved me and helped me when i was at that stage but above that is you know relationships and relating with other people mm-hmm. and connecting emotionally and i feel like if i held on to that armor it wouldn't allow me to grow you know yeah. it would like for example when you like messaged me i was already at the point in my life where i just wanted to give up that business although it was generating money i was already at a point where i was like fuck i don't know what i'm gonna do next and that's why i was more receptive of your presence because i needed help so i feel like like the pieces just fit together because like okay i just needed- she doesn't know i'm in trouble in business too like. <laughs> yeah i didn't know that but you're you're actually not in trouble because you have the skills you just lack the management yeah that's part. a different topic again about skills and business yeah yeah, yeah that's why i need her as well because i see her as the key to me exploding with success in business um i see her as that missing link to me unlocking my potential so in a way we're actually doing this because we find something in each other that's I wouldn't want to say the word missing, but complementary. Complementary, and that will unlock a part of us that will enable growth. Yeah. Financially, um, person. Um, emotionally. Emotionally. Um, spiritually, but you know. So yeah, um, I see it as the right move. Hit me all you want. No. Go ahead. No, not really. I feel like the reason why I had fears too is because I saw just like I used to look down on women who let guys provide for them and use selfie sticks yeah and use selfie sticks but (laughs) more on like women who let guys provide for them like it it was always something that I like kind of like looked down on I'm not Mm -hmm. sure where that came from but like 
Aw, like she's just letting a guy provide for her and they're married. So, so sad. And she just stays at home. And I just looked down on that for so long. And now that I'm in the position of like, oh shit, am I really gonna just let somebody else like provide for me yeah, completely? She bought groceries. When I've, a when lot I've, of groceries. When I've provided for myself for a long time and like really strive to be just on my own. Okay, kiss after the episode. <laughs> it, it's it's, it's a anything. big step and it's scary. And I'm like, the reason why I'm kind of scared is because I see women who lose themselves i see women who like get betrayed and get taken for um granted because you know the guy pays their bills and the guy doesn't respect them anymore and the guy feels like they own that girl and now they can go shopping elsewhere you know so that's kind of like like is this even the right decision for me like is this gonna be beneficial to whatever this is gonna be and after a month holy fucking shit it's like it's really big for me, like, like the biggest... Um, yeah, it is, it is. Nero told me it is. The what? <laughs> it's the biggest thing you've ever done. To move in? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I feel... And that's why I didn't want to do it. Because, like, I'm um, going to start over. Because I'm going to feel like I'm broke. Because I'm going to do that. I wanted to do it from a place of, like, Hey, um, I'm good. You're good. Let's do it. You're good good awesome. let's do it yeah <laughs> yeah and you know like yeah that's that's why i wanted to postpone it not not because well because yeah we had too much sex but that desire to put off until i'm that strong independent person again like i just wanted to get back into that identity but i don't know why but because um the reason why we we came we were here together because remember I told you that it's like a test run. Let's stay with let's try this for a week and let's see how it goes. Because she had really strict routines, guys. You wouldn't believe <laughs> her routines. It's like robotic in a way. No, it's not robotic. It's uh, calming for me. Okay, and then um, we wanted to see if we can blend and we can still be happy living with each other. And it turns out she was knocking off stuff on her tasks list like crazy very productive um she can sleep now despite me snoring but yeah it's like that's why like i had that fear too it's like okay if i'm gonna move in move in with you from this standpoint does that mean i'm weak for relying on you or for allowing myself to depend on you for a bit or for a lot yeah, but, like, these are just questions that I, like, ask myself internally. It's, like, what does that mean? What does that say about me? Like, does that mean I'm not independent anymore? Like, because because I feel like I've, I've also um, pegged part of myself, part of my self-worth to how much I make and how much I didn't need anybody else to help me or to provide for me because I got me. You know, and I feel like the next level for me isn't an I got me mm. anymore. It's like, yeah, there's still that aspect, but it's like allowing myself to grow in such a way where I let people in. Because my friends tell me, like, your boundaries are not boundaries, they are walls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're they're keeping you from establishing new relationships yeah exactly and i and i and i wanted to 
really like it was one of my like intentions it was like okay i'm ready i'm ready for like for great relationships and i don't know like i feel like because i do have like a really strong personality and i do like give off a strong vibe people would feel intimidated you've done tinder dates like have, have you never ever considered lowering your boundaries for some of these dates even once maybe like what lowering my boundaries um maybe um because this guy is really awesome consider staying out too late just a little bit oh we have that that's not an issue like sometimes i stay up until like 3 a.m which mm. making out with somebody on the couch like i just felt like before i got into um before i had this situation in business like i was like okay i'm set i'm ready for a relationship bring it and i feel <laughs> like i didn't really meet anybody who um well i guess i have i i've met a guy who kind of like um wanted a relationship too but he was just too old for me yeah and just too old like how old you're like so old <laughs> ancient like 15 yeah what the fuck <laughs> yeah and wow. yeah there you go like i just felt like i wanted something more serious not just like fuckity fuck 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 um, okay you know what um <laughs> this off topic but just it's just really bug bogger like 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 boggles my mind why consider going out with someone who's 50 when you know it wasn't it's not even gonna there's a cockroach i know we're gonna kill that later why consider going out with someone who's 50 if you know it's not gonna work out anyway just to know them just to get to know people because they're so interesting and it's not the easiest to find somebody who's so interesting when you're smart so you're actually considering maybe 50 year olds is the guy for you and until i got i'm farting again part part three okay so you're considering <laughs> that maybe 50 year olds is the only guy who can really relate to you and you're, you're actually thinking that maybe you're gonna end up with a 50 year old known to the guy not really end up with a 50 year old but just for the sake of getting that intellectual conversation yeah, that, high the stimulation and get it's to talk really with different them, but yeah. not a long-term thing i want like i had this like you know who i'm talking about like this really successful guy he was 50 ish okay, yeah yeah, yeah and my god like every single time we talked i would get turned on like we we've only met once before and that was before i liked him and every time we talk like i get turned on i think it's like instant intellectual stimulation but it's like yeah he's just like so old like i would probably hate my life now that i'm like looking back i'd probably hate my life because i would just like <laughs> do all the action give no i would just like give him everything he wants and I would probably like feel like I would probably be a mom it's never about the age thing when you ended if you had sit to end down it. here it's never about the age thing when you decided to end it with him never about the age um I think I was also the age cause, cause let's say if he was like 30 you'd probably be dating right now right yeah but like he was it, it's also the age because I'm thinking like fuck if I if I wanted to have a kid how how old would you be if that kid is done? And the answer is like seventy or something. I'm like or not even live. Yeah, I'd probably not even no. live. <laughs> you know, I'd probably be dead. Mm. And that's why, and that's not the only thing. Like he had such a strong sense of self that I would probably just like be a, an accessory for him. Because I guess these things, you know, the sense of self that you saw in him, these things comes with age. 
Yeah. You know, and um, that's why it's kind of unfair for some guys who are still developing and just can't get a girl who's 20 because girls who are 20 right now are actually very evolved in their way of thinking that guys their age are just not in the same level with them. Of course, you know that bit from experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's it, you guys. Um, awesome. That's so today's... every episode lasts an hour. I think so. Yeah, that's our marker. It's right there. Yeah, that's it, you guys. Um, we haven't really sorted out um, <laughs> everything yet, but I definitely can say that communication helps. Like me telling him that, okay, these are the things that I'm afraid of, so that you're not guessing, right? You're not guessing because I'm telling you, like, this is what's happening in my head. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not a guessing game. Yeah, it's, it's not a, a problem solving game. game. Yeah. Most of the time. And, um, so, by the way, they didn't know my name. They didn't catch my name just yet. My name is Madge, and she's Ange. And that's for our first episode of Pussy Power. Alright. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. I'm DC. I host the rock podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.